Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Allie. And I'm Lindsay. Do we normally say Fangasm Podcast? Oh. I, I like we it. we just say Fangasm. But I, I Well, now 33% of our Fangasm episodes <laughs> start Fangasm Podcast. I love it. Wow, fun. Starting with an edit by Lindsay. <laughs> Hi, welcome. I Hi, have Danny, some notes. Sh- <laughs> Hi, Danny. Can I shame you for what you just said publicly? So everyone, I was like, Danny, you start this one oh, off. Nope, boy. not like that. Coming in hot. This is the third episode of our season nine, The Office, and we're just so grateful to be here. We're just so excited. You guys um, have been really having so much fun with the new series and the new setup, and that just makes us have more fun. I cannot get enough of all the Office memes posted in our fanny pack group. They're they so like, good. They all make me laugh. They're equally hilarious. <laughs> Dwight, Michael, Jim, Pam, I'll take all of them. I feel like the Office quotes are the only ones that repeated are like still semi-sort of funny. Like I don't, I feel like movie oh, yeah. quotes, like when people do like... I'll like, be back. Oh, like that one. Nope, that one. That, that one. one. All righty then. <laughs> yeah, there it is. It's all like Billy Madison, yeah. Will Ferrell, but The Office, I feel like people can quote it and it's funny. I it's saw somebody strong. posted that they, they've just stopped quoting The Office. They just make the quotes and let people think they're crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it is so much fun to be back with these characters turned up and turned on. Ooh. And we love it so much that we are really excited to announce that we're going to keep the love going. Yep. Yeah. We decided that why stop with just season nine, that we are going to do another office story for season 10. So it'll be a different ship. We won't announce it yet. We'll save it. We'll make it a surprise. Save it. But it'll be another character pairing, and we found another hilarious story that we think you guys will love. So we're rebranding as not safe for the office. Just kidding. (laughs) We like drilled down, went back, and then wanted to niche out. (laughs) Now it's offgasm. Right. (laughs) So no, what this will just be, we figure we're we're in it. We're having so much fun. We'll keep it going, and then we'll uh, see other people after. So get excited. Or else. (laughs) Or we'll fight you. But uh, the other announcement we had is that we're working on a song. Yes, we started crafting it last <laughs> night, and we are going to have it ready for you by uh, for the finale. Finale for the finale episode of season nine. So in two weeks, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's I, so dumb. We, I, I saw a few of you said, "Oh, what song do you think they're going to kick off season nine with?" And it made me really <laughs> sad. So we got to <laughs> we got to writing, guys. So if you're in the fanny pack on Facebook, just know that Allie reads everything and stays up late. Worried that she's let you guys down, so that and then we yeah. get looped into it. So thanks a lot. Yeah, my family was in town, and I was over here writing like filthy lyrics related to the <laughs> office. I was like, "Oh, what rhymes with Dwight? Up all night." Ooh. And I knew this was going to happen. She texts about it, and it's like 11 p.m. So I'm in bed, ready to go to sleep, and she's like, "What about this? What about this?" And I was like, "Well, I am sure by the time I wake up, there will be a full like." lyrics and then it's like 30 minutes later and I'm still like and I see we get an email that's like just wanted to start a Google Doc guys and it's like halfway done. I know I couldn't control myself. We've had maybe 15 conversations where we're all like we're gonna go to bed but just one more thing one more <laughs> so and it's like 3 a.m. <gasps> Speaking yeah. of should I read my jokes I text you guys today? Oh please. <laughs> yeah. 
No better segment than Lindsay retells her own jokes and for I'll more it, laughs. And I'll cap it off with my one joke <laughs> yeah. that I added at the end. <laughs> I said, hey, guys, thought of a Dwight dirty joke. And here it is. And no one said anything. So I just kept going. <laughs> What's it called when Dwight Schrute masturbates? Beating off. B-E-E-T. <laughs> and then I said, wait, master beater. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll open the episode with this gem. Wait, with this gym. Help. I'll gym provide. <laughs> she just said help. Pern. Help. Earn. 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 Oh, my gosh. And then Danny said, oi, let's reschedule. <laughs> and I said, I'm no pamateur. I'm Scott and bothered. Like Michael Scott, get it? Done. Promise. Mm-hmm. And then Allie, like an hour later, texts a meme of Droot, Droot, <laughs> of Droot Dwight, strength. and it just says, what a Daryl licked. Like a derelict. So it was yeah. uh, a B plus. It, <laughs> a B plus. This whole, the whole conversation, really. <laughs> and that's generous. And by conversation, we mean Lindsay just texting us and me we and Danny mean, trying to figure out how to change our numbers really we quickly. Mean my monologue. <laughs> you guys are like, Lindsay, that's what Twitter's for. <laughs> Send in all your Dwight Troop masturbation jokes to fangasm. Hi, I at fangasmpodcast.com. I do think we could come up with like what masturbation or sex position based off of all the characters. Oh, 100%. Names. Well, so. I. Even Kevin, when, the drop chili. Yeah, even when I was writing this. <laughs> I still think Moaning Myrtle, Creeping Kevin, like it like gets me. Oh, it's one of the best it's things. It's the best. It's ever such, a, such a specific crossover. Well, I was even thinking when I started writing the song last night, I wrote <laughs> that Daryl was customer servicing Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And I was like, I was like, there's a lot, there's a lot of steamy smutty like fodder. Loading here. zone. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's a ton to be had. Lindsay, I know you had a weather story to share. You guys with don't us. make I can't do back to back hot fire anecdotes. <laughs> this is or else I'm gonna have to start my own podcast. <laughs> Not doing my Rushing work. into things with Lindsay. <laughs> Rush hour, obviously. Rush hour. I've thought of this. Oh, no, I don't want to tell my weather anecdote. Danny hasn't really said a thing. I've been monopolizing. <laughs> I'm watching. I'm I'm just, I look over and Danny has popcorn. <laughs> he's in like a leather armchair <laughs> with a smoking jacket on. Um, well, I can announce something fun. Please. It's my 10-year anniversary tomorrow. They're from that the day really... uh, my husband and I met. We met. Uh, Please call it a metaversary. I've like, never heard that phrase before. Meet, meetversary. Isn't that what people call it? Like a meet cute? Like, <laughs> I think meetversary can mean a lot time, of things. What's the anniversary of the first time you saw his meet? <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> it was in April. <laughs> same day. Same day. <laughs> Ten years, one day. Exactly the same. What are you, which what is are you guys going to do to celebrate the big going ten? To dinner. We're going to parachute. Cute. Oh, that's so good. I, I've never been there. I'm Get excited. your butts over to Chicago and try parachute, and use discount code Fangasm Podcast. <laughs> I'm excited. So it should be fun. It's yeah. It's the anniversary of the day we met, which is really fun and uh, very memorable. But we don't really celebrate our wedding anniversary. Like, we don't go all out for it, so we go all out for ours. Because you guys aren't legally married. You can admit it. Yeah. This is the time. <laughs> this is the time. <laughs> We've just been shacking up for the last decade. But I yeah. love it. So that's that's my oh, little fun. Congratulations. Anecdote. Thank you. <sighs> weather, weather story time. No, <laughs> and now with Lindsay with the weather. <laughs> Allie did, like, human interest story. Yeah. Danny, you're going to do politics? Sports. Sports. <laughs> sports. Do you guys do see the water, Super Bowl? <laughs> Danny, do water sports. Allie, I know. Water sports. Kayaking. I do, I do human interest. Danny does water sports. And Lindsay does, <laughs> Lindsay does the weather. <laughs> Just keeping it real breezy oh over in the weather. All right. So let's, I think we should do the blowdown and yeah. talk about what happened and get on to episode three. Let's do it. I'd like to motion to change the blowdown to the anals. Oh, no. <laughs> All in favor? Say, anals, all opposed, say, 
Nej. Nej. Det är nog så här med. They always okay, do. Okay, the blowdown. You should have heard how many times Danny suggested that, and it was just a cricket. Annals? He'd be like, the annals? The annals? How about, how we pronounce it? Annals? 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 Google A-N-N-A-L-S. In case you're should, thinking of just shouting anal. There's an alternative <laughs> world where we agree with that idea, Danny. And, <laughs> you're and the that king. universe is happening and somewhere else. And you're the else. king there. I yeah. love it. I do think we could have just have a podcast all about like brainstorms of us coming up with meaningless puns for things and arguing about it. All the things that never... They, <laughs> it didn't make the show. It yeah. didn't make the cutting room floor. <laughs> it has been buried six feet below. <laughs> I listened to it. <laughs> okay. So the blowdown, we end in the warehouse bathroom. Yes. Pam does the ultimate sex prank of pretending she's going to help him with his problem and then doesn't. Leaves him with blue balls. Leaves him with blue balls. He has her over for dinner. Grilled cheese sandwiches, Grilled cheese sandwiches on the menu. On what we think are TV trays. <laughs> and then they very quickly, well, there's dessert, isn't there? But that doesn't really matter. I'm getting, I'm I mean, it dessert. matters a great deal. <laughs> yeah. I would like this. Was there meat. dessert? <laughs> the real dessert is that then they start... Making out and grinding, grinding, bucking their hips, and Jim has Pam's hands locked over her head, and she's pushed up against the front door. And the big question we all asked at the end of episode two was prank prank or or wank. wank. And everyone's guesses were: Danny thought wank. I'm an optimist. And me and Allie thought I think prank, prank, because. We just didn't know why he, she's against the door. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to burn her by just kicking her right out in the He serves grilled no. cheese for dinner. He doesn't have a plan, you guys. That's um, the old grilled cheese plan. Shall it's we? Classic. <laughs> classic. Grilled cheese, right into it. pin her against the wall, kick her right out the door when she's at her peak. It's perfect. The old grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Should we find out if she gets grilled cheese? Yes. Yeah. Let's find out. Okay, let's dive in. Woo. Let's roll. He kneaded her breast through the fabric of the dress before letting his hand fall loosely down her front, outlining her stomach, her hips, and finally stopping at her waistline. Hearing her breath grow more ragged by the second, he smiled, taking her lips prisoner of his own once again. As their tongues traced one another, he teased his fingers ever so slightly back and forth across her panty line, growing lower each time. Ah, oh, this is headed right for a prank. Right. I'm feeling it. <laughs> and, and then they had sex and kissed. It's a prank. It's a prank. It's a prank. <laughs> Biggest joke of all. Jokes on Pam. Then they fell in love, got fucking married, <laughs> had two kids. Prank. <laughs> gotcha. Jim, please. She whispered in between kisses, whimpering as he traced his fingers under her dress up along her inner thigh, stopping just short enough to make her beg. He gave her one more passionate kiss, letting that sweet taste linger for only a moment more. As he pulled away from the kiss, he locked into her gaze and slowly released the grip he had on her wrists, letting them fall slowly to rest on his shoulders. So he could turn the knob and push her into a snowbank. (laughs) <laughs> and throw her shoes after. Such and the grilled and the grilled cheese crusts. <laughs> Get out. Gazes were lost within each other, swollen lips still parted slightly from the previously ended kiss. He brought his now free hand up to brush her disheveled bangs out of her face before coming <laughs> to rest on her cheek, lightly rubbing it with his thumb, never once leaving her stare. He dragged the hand that was still tracing circles on her hips ever so slightly across her waistline. Watching her eyes intently, seeming to gaze over with every passing stroke, he finally gave in. 
Unexpectedly to her, his fingers met right between her thighs, stroking her right where she had been begging all night long, and her eyes rolled back with her head in euphoric pleasure. Perfect time to push her out the door. <laughs> eyes rolled back. You know, like the most passive-aggressive. Give her a wedgie. Yeah, <laughs> Melvin. He grabbed her by the waistline and pulled. <laughs> you know, like the most passive-aggressive... You know, per our last conversation, oh, like, yeah. I wonder here, guilty of that line, <laughs> like how like sexually passive aggressive. Mm. You know, it was like yesterday you left. I've got nothing right now, but <laughs> per our last finger bang, per our last finger bang, I uh, I'd like to request your presence at this important meeting. Or it's like per your last leaving me in the warehouse bathroom, right? <laughs> I'd like to push you in a snowbank, guys. Do we think Jim is a good lover? Like, do you think Jim got game? I think Jim got game. <laughs> uh, Jim, Jim Dudun got game. Uh, <laughs> pays y'all, per, y'all per his Jim finger dippage. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right. The swift dippage of his fingers leads me to believe one thing. He got the, game. Dip the dot. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's ever, if they're like ever having sex and he is thinking about advice that Michael's given him and he's like, maybe I'll just try this just once and see. I bet Michael gives like terrible sex advice. Oh, yeah. Do we think there is any chance that Michael is decent in the bedroom? Only accidentally. He's got that BDE. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, no he, he does nothing not. Nothing but BDE. <laughs> Do we think that Jim made the grilled cheeses on a George Foreman next to his bed? <laughs> then yes. <laughs> That's Michael advice. There that we was go. the one piece of advice Michael gave. He's yeah. like, believe me, Jim there's goes, one Do you have any advice for me do. in the bedroom? And he's like, keep your George Foreman. There. Grill in the bedroom. And then curl up at the foot of your bed on a little bench. Oh my God. He thought he was asking for grill advice. Yeah. <laughs> He's asking for girl advice. Yeah. He's like, oh, my oh God, George it's my moment to shine. Got you. Mm. He dipped inside her panties. I picture Michael really with the kangle, the backward kangle hat on that he wears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, kangle. Hot. So bad. He dipped inside her panties, a greedy wetness greeting him as he stroked her clit. Talk about a fun dip. Oh. Hey, lick the stick. Wow. Yikes. Shock, shock. Wow. Lick the stick. Wow. <laughs> Danny, I think, I think your, your jokes are rubbing off on Lindsay from the first episode. Lick that stick. Dip those fingers. <laughs> lick, 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 Tight testicles. <laughs> dip it hard. <laughs> Greedy wetness all around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> a greedy wetness greeting him as he stroked her clit, not daring to venture inside her just yet, no matter how much she shifted against him. The moans escaping her throat were almost orgasmic themselves, and he felt her muscles pulsing at a quickening rate under his fingertips. It took everything in his power not to rid himself of his pants <laughs> that were growing tighter by the second and take her right there. Her, uh, her pulses permitted her 185 <laughs> high levels of pulsing. Great administrative abilities. Before she was even able to fully comprehend what his magic fingers were performing, Mozart's waltz. <laughs> Fabulous keystroke, Jim. <laughs> she felt the air shift around her. Suddenly, she was being picked up and moved. Not outside, not outside, not outside. Oh, oh gosh. Gosh. He had opened the door, uh-oh, and shifted <gasps> uh, her onto the uh, front porch, uh-oh. <gasps> His large and now wet hands now situated firmly on her hips. She opened her eyes in confusion, caught off guard as he kissed her firmly on the lips before bringing his lips to her ear. Jill says she's free tonight if you need her. You don't out-prank the prank master, sweetheart. 
fucking prank. Oh. You got pranked. And with that, he promptly <laughs> shut the door in with her face, stuff. leaving a very horny and confused Pam standing unsatisfied on his doorstep. With a half-uneaten <laughs> grilled cheese sandwich. And horny and confused <laughs> is the new dazed and confused. He was, he touched her clit. Yeah. You, you can't. Clit. Clit, you can't he clit. clit it. He clit it and quit it. He clit it and quit it. You cannot clit, clit it and quit it. it. Oh, fucking Jim. Okay, I'm on Team Dwight now. Yeah. Wait, what's wrong, Ellie? She's got to write down clit it and quit it as soon as possible before <laughs> I was like, she. What's happening to me? Too soon. Before she wets it and forgets it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Get my yeah. phone. I need to write down clit it and quit it. Quit it and quit it. That's all I can think of. It's an you guys emergency. know me so well. Wow. The franticness in my eyes. <laughs> oh, wow. he was good, but that was just cruel. As she collected herself and regained her bearings, she had a fleeting thought of what their sex life would entail when they weren't trying to outprank one another. <laughs> For now, she stomped off to her car, extremely frustrated, in more ways than one. There surely had been fireworks. How was she going to top that? <laughs> do 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 do. What is it? Like wank it and walk away? What's the equivalent? Of what? Of like clit it and quit it. Wank it and peen it and because you know, like it's gotta be a male yeah. part, you know? Dick and dash? Wank it. <laughs> Dick and dash. <laughs> Dick and dash. Yes. <laughs> so they were having sex. She snipped off his penis and threw it in a cornfield. <laughs> Got you, Jim. <laughs> Get the last laugh now. Uh, you hate corn. He sighed, leaning his forehead against the door. It absolutely killed him to dump her outside the door like that when she would have much rather taken her to his bed and spent the remainder of the night burying himself inside of her, <laughs> listening to her scream his name into the moonlight sky. I mean, it, this was his chance to, they were going to have sex for the first time, I think. Yeah, and he wow. fucking he was, pranked her. What a sacrifice. <laughs> a prank master dedicated to his craft. More willing to be a prank masturbator tonight. Yeah, that's Exactly. This for sure, like this is how Dwight has not had sex for a long time because he continues to like be weird to girls instead of having sex. Yeah, like he's this no, old truly. and he was like, oh, prank. <laughs> it killed him even more to have to cheat on her with Jill for the second time today. <laughs> Poor Jill, doesn't even get dinner. No. But that was the price he had to pay to teach her not to mess with him when it came to prank wars. She would learn, and when she did, he would reward her fully in more ways than he had even explored tonight. Doot, 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 doot. For the next couple of days, they completely avoided each other. So, yeah. Wow. Working out well. Which, considering their place of employment, was proving to be more difficult than they had imagined. It had been three days since their last meaningful conversation, but with good cause. Jim was going out on a number of new sales calls and would take the long way back to the office. Pam was brought into Michael's office to scribe, or she'd hear him mulling over a personal dilemma, and in complete opposition to what she usually did, offered him advice in an attempt to lull the warming in her cheeks that occurred each time she glanced up at that floppy-haired goofball who sat right across from her desk. Aww. Pam had art class with the local community college on Tuesday and Thursdays. Jim was catching up with old friends for dinner Wednesday night. They actually prided themselves. Jill, Jill, and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I got a busy evening planned. We have a secret handshake. <laughs> they had actually prided themselves on not being one of those couples that relied on one another for constant entertainment. <laughs> one of those couples who hung out or were physically intimate. Right, who, who didn't take the long way home to see each other. You've got like breadcrumbs going through like a dark forest. <laughs> Allie, when was the last time you took a long way home to avoid Matt? 
in your last 10 years? <laughs> the last nine. Mm. <laughs> Let's be getting funny. serious. <laughs> they had their independence and it made them value their shared time that much more. They weren't exactly fighting, uh, far from it. Actually, as they were both consumed by an entirely different emotion, embarrassment. What had begun as a simple prank war mistake had turned wildly out of control and had drifted into territory uncharted in their relationship, and they were both completely unaware as to how to proceed. Jim often found himself becoming distracted at his desk, wondering if he, as the man in the relationship, should initiate the conversation. He'd even practiced several times. Listen, Pam, you've expressed (laughs) several... Yes. I, yes. I got I wish you guys could see Jim. <laughs> the physicality that just came over Danny's body when he became Jim. Danny, I like it. He stood up on top of the chair. Like Listen, it. bam. Oh, yeah. You've expressed several times now that you want to take the physical part of a relationship slow, and I want to respect that 100%. However, you're making it crazy difficult to do that when you've initiated these silly pranks. Maybe we should put a stop on the prank war for now <laughs> so we can bone. <laughs> Let's call it a juice truce. A what? Oh, like juices? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Up top, baby. Up top, baby. Don't deserve up Give top. Give me some love. Okay, down low. Down low. <laughs> a juice truce. <laughs> for me, stick my juice in you. It's a juice truce. <laughs> so now he's selling it. I like it. <laughs> Last week on the anals, <laughs> all of these fantasy conversations. We explored the fine art of juice trucing. <laughs> a juice truce sounds like when you quit a juice cleanse early. <laughs> That's kind of what they did. <laughs> That's uh, the common note, yeah. All, all these fantasy conversations typically ended with imaginary Pam ripping his clothes off, imaginary Jim bending her across his desk, and real-life Jim having to use the antics of real-life Dwight to bring down the tension in his pants before he was able to stand up again without embarrassment. He didn't know how to broach the subject, and neither did she. For now, the war would continue. Hmm. Both craving his touch, while at the same time wanting to get him back for leaving her high and dry, more like hot and bothered, at their last meeting— Pam was fully prepared to seek revenge. Pushing her feelings of embarrassment and regret aside, she was determined to come out on top in more ways than one. Oh, she will. Um, You guys, I did realize that we didn't say once in the last two episodes, that's what she said. I know. We. Oh, wow. She was going to come out on top. That's That's what what she she said. said. There we go. Standing in her apartment on Wednesday night, she placed the last needed item in her black drawstring bag thong, and headed across town <laughs> to Jim's place, his spare key in tow. Okay, Ooh. so they've got a spare key. This, wow. They, this is... This is moving pretty quick. Quickly. Yeah. yeah. Although they'd only spare been dating... Spare key before a proper hand job? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> a new style. You know, so everybody has a different pace in their relationship. <laughs> Although they'd only been dating for seven weeks at this point, the exchange of keys had been almost instantaneous. Wow. They had a trust for one another, a camaraderie built over years that gave their relationship a foundation different of a typical new relationship. Typically, Pam used the key to let herself in when Jim invited her over. It was so much more convenient than ringing the bell. For Jim. For Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's so sweet. He gave me his key and he told me that he doesn't want me to ring the doorbell anymore when I come over and lock my lock the door when I'm on my way out. Sweetheart. But tonight, while Jim was out with his buddies for a few drinks and a round of pool, Pam was using her key for solely pranking purposes. Ooh. Oh, wow. His apartment was a haze of gray, brightened slightly by the setting sun. 
Approaching like a clam bake in there. <laughs> <laughs> Approaching his bedroom. He wishes. I know. Approaching his bedroom, she was greeted by a familiar scene. His bed unmade, work pants and shirt from the previous day jumbled in a ball on the floor where he shed them. A half full glass of water on the nightstand accompanied by a crumb filled plate and the overwhelming smell of him. Wow. Can I just say that hard pass for me. This makes me think of how far I've come with Matt in that 10 years ago when I first started dating him. He had a basement bedroom, a twin bed that had no box spring with just the mattress on the floor. He had an old giant TV that was like one of those big bulky boxy TVs. In his defense, if you're a twin, you have to sleep in a twin bed. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Every twi- every bed's a twin bed. Every twin. It's like a it's like just a contract they signed yeah, for they, right out of, right out of utero. In, to, in le- until you get married, that's the reason he married you. Yeah. It's like the enchanted rose in Beauty and the Beast. The only way he could not sleep in a twin bed was to get married. And then his twin bed just like expanded and like yeah. got a it like popped up onto yeah. a bed. And he was spring. like, I found true love. I'm in a king bed now. <laughs> I'm a king. And then all of our pots and pans came to life and sang yeah. us a and little And cleaned all the dust off yeah. of his room. <laughs> I'm glad that it only took 10 years to change him. It's come so far. <sighs> it didn't matter that he kept a messy house or didn't sort and fold his laundry every night. Every night? <laughs> <laughs> She's wow. got high expectations. Wow. He was home, and for a moment, as she sat on the edge of his bed, she curled the comforter up under her chin, breathed in its scent, and reminisced on the last time they lay together under its warmth, which was four long nights ago but only for a moment. Then she set to work. She, she pulled out a hundred knives. <laughs> she removed her from her bag of a smaller Ziploc of rose petals. She took the sawed off, what was it in Goodfellas or Godfather? She took the sawed off horse head oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and put it under her. his comforter. <laughs> she got right to work. Right to work. <laughs> hey, Jim, notice this anything in your bed? Uh, hey. <laughs> she took the horse head and put it in a jello mold. <laughs> Bloody horse. She removed from her bag a smaller Ziploc of rose petals, letting them trail off her fingertips from the doorway, ending in a flourish across the bed, which she had stopped to tidy. You guys, if all their pranks are going to be wank pranks, I'm going to be mad at them. Like, is she going to set up a like sexy scene and then be like, "Psych, this better be this a real better sex turn scene. into something." Yeah, but she like, okay, sorry, I don't know, guys. We give have two us more insertion. Give us insertion. Yeah, I feel like we aren't going to get any insertion till. No. At least I mean, I don't episode. care if there's not insertion. I just don't want them to keep doing sex pranks on each other. Yeah, the tension is nice. palpable. Yeah. On each of the tables on either side of the bed, she replaced his dirty dishes with tall candles, <laughs> lighting them to be sure the lighting would be proper with the bedroom lamps off. It was perfect. And then she burned his house right to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a deep breath, she removed two black silk restraints from the bag and hung them loosely around Wait, each bedpost. The black cloth. <laughs> you guys, it finds us everywhere. <laughs> She just had, passed through fandom. Wow. <laughs> Hermione's like, listen, guys, we don't need this anymore. Jim, Pam, you can have it. <laughs> Clearly you both need to get laid. <laughs> yeah, me and Drago are doing just fine. She had never done anything like this before. She was Pam, the quiet, mousy receptionist who was once so silent that her coworkers had an entire conversation about her over lunch while she was sitting at the next table. Aww. She was not the type to tie her boyfriend to the bed while she ravaged his body. <gasps> Oh, she I thought, thought she was going to sort of like, sort of, I guess, how do you tie your own self up and wait? <laughs> just one arm, Not, one leg. Of Sex in the City film where Samantha like gets naked and puts sushi all over oh, her uh-huh. body and waits and then eventually just eats it because he's late. <laughs> she thought she would be more nervous, but oddly she felt a sense of excitement tingling throughout her body. Right, this seems sincere. All she had to do now was wait for his return. 
Or she could just woof him. Yes. yes. It took me a second to remember. I don't get it. <laughs> Woof was the uh, app that Ryan invented that pinged every single one of your platforms, <laughs> like Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, email, text message, <laughs> to get a hold of you. Very, very well done. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on one second. That was a great callback, D. Hi, I'm Ryan. Setting up your account. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, play that really quick. And your first friend on Woof.com. <laughs> Closing the bedroom door so she could essentially hide behind it, she slid over and perched on his desk chair to wait and wait and wait some more. A half an hour went by, an hour more. What if he's on a date and he brings a girl home? He probably has a nest cam set up and he's watching her in there and he's like, I'm going to prank her again. (laughs) He was still not back and she was beginning to grow tired. Trying to beat the high score of Snake on her phone had grown boring after her 17th attempt. At one point, she picked up a stray notepad and pencil from his desk and began doodling. Her sketching was interrupted by the sound of his key in the front door. Mm. She tensed up, gripping the third restraint that she held tightly in her hands, preparing herself mentally and physically for what she was about she to do. A surprise sneak attack. <laughs> oh my God. She heard him kick off his shoes, sigh, and walk into the bathroom. A moment later, the water in the shower was running. The entire 12 minutes that he was in the shower, she found her nerves quelled when she began to picture all the contours of his stark naked body. His long hair slicked back, the water outlining the contour of his abs, soap suds sliding down his broad chest. (gasps) She suppressed a gulp, reminding herself that she had to keep control when he came back in the room. However, as the water shut off and she heard him enter the room, her body grew hot with apprehension once again. Like a typical male, he had re-entered the room in all his post-shower glory, wearing nothing but a towel. She had to hold her breath to keep from letting the groan in her throat escape. Shaking herself back into reality, she took a deep breath and snaked her arms around him from behind, linking her elbows under his arms to tie the silk scarf around his eyes. I'm picturing that he, like, knows self-defense and he, like, gives her a a bloody (laughs) nose. You know, like, someone grabs you from behind. He uttered a confused breath, but she was quick, knowing that she had to keep herself in position of dominance. I can't believe he doesn't even flinch that someone just slipped a black cloth over his eyes. My protector. Someone, like, grabbed you from behind. I mean, I... I would just start clawing and screaming. And I mean, I would scream so loud. <laughs> Use those Dwight, Dwight true self-defense skills. <laughs> yeah, Chinese star. Raccoon. Remember the time? You, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> this one time, uh, we were, Matt and I were picking up Lindsay to go somewhere, and Matt was hiding in the back seat. She didn't tell me that Matt was going to be in the car. <laughs> oh, my God. And I had him hide and duck, and she got in the car. And he popped out and scared her. He grabbed both my shoulders and screamed, don't move. Uh. And she goes, ah! I've never screamed that. I did, I did a whole, like, a, in a movie. It was so long and loud. We were laughing so hard. Terrifying. It was so mean. So now every time Allie picks me up, I, like, look in the back. Matt's going to, like, come up through the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bury him in, like, reusable bags next time. <laughs> Terrible. Terrifying. Thank you for that warning. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Don't worry. It's just me, she whispered, standing on her tiptoes to bring herself as close to his ear as possible, lingering there for just a second as she relished in the way his muscles relaxed at the sound of her voice. He turned around in her embrace, his vision impaired, but the rest of his body still in his control. He placed his hands on her shoulders as he pulled her in closer. Didn't know you were into this kind of stuff, Beasley, he replied, his smile giving her chills in the silhouette of the candlelit room. There's a lot of things you don't know about me, she whispered back, bringing her lips up to his, placing a taunting, feather-like kiss to his mouth. 
I like that she like made sure that it was candlelit, but he's going to be blindfolded the whole time. So it was just for her. I like it. I need to be able to see my victim. <laughs> she walked him to the edge of the bed, following his dissension as his knees buckled. He lay on his back, pulling her to lie on top of him, deepening the kiss as she straddled his waist. Only the thin bath towel separated. It's probably a gross bachelor bath towel. Oh my god, it's for sure. It's like a dirty, like an Aladdin pattern, faded navy blue. Like it's not even uh, soft anymore. It's just like oh yeah, that gritty, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. rough towel. She let him think he was in control for a minute, even enjoying herself a little as his hands roamed down her body and his tongue began to play with hers, mimicking with his mouth what he wanted to be doing to other parts of her body. (laughs) Pranking them. (laughs) For as much as she was enjoying herself, touching him for the first time in almost 72 hours and moaning against his mouth, she knew she had a task to complete. His hands were now resting on her hips, splayed out so that his fingers were slightly stroking and squeezing her ass as he rocked his hips into hers at just a soft enough pace to turn her entire body hot. (laughs) She covered each of his hands with her own, locking their fingers as she moved them towards the headboard. Holding his left hand against the bedpost, she tied it quickly, noting that he was struggling with his right to stop her as she essentially stole his free will in bed away. So Jan... (laughs) That's what Mama wants. Very Jan. Not so fast, she giggled seductively, (laughs) leaning down to place a sensual kiss to his lips. Will you do a seductive giggle? (laughs) (laughs) You're like a fairy godmother. (laughs) Not so fast. (laughs) And then she turned this ordinary pumpkin into a carriage. (laughs) Dipping at the bottom one while she held his free hand in her own. She pulled away, keeping their noses touching while she moved his right hand to secure it to the other bedpost. It's called the bonded Eskimo. And you just, that's what she's going to do all night. Keep him tied up and do Eskimo kisses. Mm. Favorite pose. I'm going to rub my nose against yours till you come. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here for months. <laughs> In resistance, he thrust his body into hers, struggling against the cloth as her body was flush against his in the most perfect of puzzle piece fitting ways. Feeling the way her body laid against his, he took note of what little clothing she was wearing, the thin black tank top and cheerleader shorts making the closure of their bodies even more intimate. Mm. This is for holding my hands hostage, she whispered, taking a moment to suck lightly on his earlobe, earning a throaty moan. She ran her fingers lightly down his entire front, stopping only where his towel forced her to. Now you're going to know what it feels like to not be in control. We have a dark side, do we? Miss Beasley, he whispered back before she could do anything else to his compromised body. She sat up, splaying her hands across his chest, grazing her lower half across his lap tauntingly. If he hadn't been blindfolded, he would have seen the show of a lifetime, her head cocked back, eyes drifting closed as she felt his hardness pressed against her, and an audible moan breaking from her parted lips. Her mouth lips? Her, uh, <laughs> I think both sets. <laughs> Danny. She was... She was absolutely enjoying this. Oh, you have no idea, she replied, a sultry smile spreading across her lips as she realized that she didn't actually have an idea of what was going on either. He grunted, both in frustration and in ecstasy. Not able to hold it back, he bucked roughly against her body and the restraints, rocking the headboard. Whoa. She she doesn't have a plan past this part right now. (laughs) She did it. She tied him up. That's it. Wide-eyed, she realized she wasn't so much angry as he was wanting to touch her. This swelled within her an immense sense of pride. Now was the time for her to have some fun. Oh, the pie to his face. <laughs> Chloroform. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. 
When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you horned up or down? down? (laughs) Are you tone deaf quiet yet? Let's do that again. I love it. Okay. Wait, can you uh, hit the note for me? (laughs) 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 When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you horned up or down? (laughs) There it is. There it is. (laughs) Got it. Nailed it. Perfection. (laughs) <laughs> tone deaf, bonerd. Oh, wow. Bo- not uh, tone deaf, not bone deaf. I'm going to say oh, wow. I am uh, horned down. I want the cock tease to be more cock and less tease. Mm. Oh, okay. Cock please. I want a little more cock please, if you know <laughs> what I will. Speaking of Samantha, <laughs> honey, it's more of a cock please than a cock tease. <laughs> Honey, honey. Let's see, where do you get that martini glass from? (laughs) Honey. Honey. I would have to say I'm horned up. Mm. I love the idea of if if a guy was dating and I was into, came out of a shower soaking wet in a towel, I'd be ready. Game on. So I'm excited to where they are right now. I would tie him up so fast. Tied up and leave him for dead. <laughs> it's like the fourth death joke you made. I'm needing to warn Matt. Guys, it's my anniversary. I have something special planned. <laughs> parachute. Yeah. Better check the fucking parachute, Matt. Yeah. Check your life insurance policy, man. Um, Just kidding. Um, yeah, I'm horned up. I'm, I'm vibing it. I'm feeling it. I like where we ended things. This better not end in a prank. I know. So I'm. I think I might actually be horned down because I'm so nervous. That she's not gonna like follow through with this, and it's gonna be a prank. You've been but hurt. I You've been hurt before. <laughs> maybe I'm just like maybe I'm, I'm wounded. I'm wounded going into this. <laughs> wounded for me. Wounded. But I think this story is so fun, and I like these two have got to get it on. Yeah. This time. Awesome. Well, find out. Tune in. Awesome. Tune in next. <laughs> tune in next week. Well, awesome. Tune in next week to Fangasm parentheses podcast and find out <laughs> if they do bang. Yeah, bang the do. do. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe, and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Oh, yeah. Meow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) 